was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to another Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Braves are in their beds, the sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a Maine summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. Today was the 6th of July, 2019. It was an alphabet day C. OD shift was the Raiders. Cobble Lounge cleanup was football. HOD tonight is Alyssa, and flags were brought to you by Cole Council Group Leader. Happy birthday today to Henry Tsai, who is actually not in camp, though his spirit certainly is, because he is traveling back from a trip all the way around the world to wish his grandfather a 90th birthday. So Henry and David are both out of camp. And maybe, just maybe, David will join us for the rest of session one. Today's events. All the climbiest climbers have left today and spent all day on Otter Rocks of Acadia National Park. They get to climb on cliffs above the Atlantic Ocean it is such a truly gorgeous site, and they get to do really awesome routes here and there, climbing above the Atlantic, and the boys who love climbing the most go with Jonesy and a few other adventure staff members, and they have a day, just a day, of the most amazing climbing in the most amazing place. If you haven't visited Acadia National Park, I hadn't actually. Four years into this project, I still hadn't, and I saw it last fall. It is something to behold, and I am from what I think is the most beautiful state, Washington State, full of amazing national, state, and local parks, and Acadia is in the highest tier. Also today, 12 and under basketball at Manitou, 13 and under basketball at Cobbacy as part of the Central Maine Camp League, 15 and under basketball at Andro, and then Warriors and Council Sachem had schedule changes today. They were able to change their schedules for what comes next. Lakeside today was going to be a huge open swim, but I'll talk about what really happened this afternoon uh, because we had a big storm today, and that was its own event. Important announcements today, the gray staff had the half day off, and then we obviously had those intercamps missing program. Laundry today was Sachem, Makias, Mohican, and McGalloway, and tomorrow is Kineo, Onondaga, and Sebastocook. Fun fact about a Cavasi staff member, Callum Pell has met David Beckham. How about that? Evening activities. Braves, Watermelon League tonight. Warriors had waterfront scheduled, but the storm took that away. So they did a big, huge group night instead. I think they did a Dutch auction. And that sounds silly, but it's amazing. It's a really rowdy group game, competition between bunks. Salesmanship meets ad lib. 
meets pure whimsy. Dutch auction. Council and Sachem have Watermelon League, and it was a spirited one. They can sense that something is about to change, and so they are uh, being very spirited. And I think you can probably hear them out there on the basketball court where they always shoot while we record this podcast, and they are still giggling and hooting and hollering back there. So that if you hear that, that's Sachem uh, just being themselves. Let's put it that way. And on deck tomorrow, all camp capture the flag. The big mom pajama, the big huge event. This is really fantastic. It's the entire camp playing capture the flag. There are sometimes two teams. Sometimes there are four teams. There are so many refs because, you know, temptation lurks. And also tomorrow, the brother-sister breakfast at Camp Cobbacy. That's right. It's going to be a breakfast because the U.S. national team is playing in the U.S. Women's World Cup against Holland, my very own namesake, at 11 a.m. So Kipwa asked us if we could move the lunch to a breakfast. And of course, we're happy to oblige. So it'll be a brother and sister breakfast tomorrow. And that is our Blue Sheet Report for today, the 6th of July, 2019. Oh, yeah! That's a there you go, Coley! Again, again, Coley! Oh, 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 my God! Again! I got no guy! There you go, Coley! It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office, into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbacy itself, and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. Those times are some of my favorite times. This is what I saw today. This isn't actually about any one boy. It is about an event that happened today that is one of those things that just will go down in the memories of our boys as a significant event in this session. And that's because we had one of the biggest storms that I have seen here at Cobbacy. Everyone is totally fine. Physical plan is totally fine. But I should say, and it was really something to behold. You could see it coming literally from beyond the White Mountains on the radar. This big yellow blob that had orange in the center and red in the center of that. And it was so hot this morning. It was 92 degrees in the morning. Woke up really sort of muggy and and swampy. And everybody sort of had that glazed look on their faces. And everybody played. And it was still sunny and still beautiful. But you could tell that the the sun had been marching on for a few days. And in 90 in Maine, seems like a different 90 than 90 in New Mexico or 90 in Idaho or even 90 in Texas. There's a fragrance to it. There is a, uh, a thickness to it that isn't even humidity, although I'm sure it's humidity related. It's as if everything else is also very warm and close to you because it's so green and there's so much vegetation. And there's just a little bit of a, it's like you can feel everything breathing. And that's actually kind of a cool feeling. It makes running feel cool and biking. Swimming feels awesome, obviously. Uh, and But four or five days of that at that temperature can really start to get to you in terms of energy level. Uh, and so as that big, huge 
circle of storms started to approach. You could feel the temperature start to drop. The tops of trees started moving back and forth. James, who had the entire waterfront full of boys, right after lunch, we canceled all the activities. Every single person went down to the waterfront and had almost three hours of sustained lakeside and waterfront so they could cool off, get over the victories and defeats of the intercamp competitions, and sort of reset, because who knows what comes next in the calendar. So, 3.30, James is radioing up. Has the storm coming yet? I haven't heard thunder yet. And I'm watching it on the screen, because I'm the one who's in charge of making sure that no one gets surprised by a storm. And I see that it just sort of gets stuck on the White Mountains, as if it is a big, huge plastic bag blowing across New England, and it gets stuck on the fence of the White Mountains that just stood there. We got another 40 minutes of swimming because the storm was stuck <laughs> attached to the White Mountains. And then it broke free and it was here pretty fast. James and everybody else was able to clear the waterfront, of course, safely. And then suddenly it is a little bit of thunder and the sky turned a different color. And then all at once the sky turned dark blue and the rumbling turned into steady rumbling. And the first bolt I saw uh, was, you know, miles off, but there was another right after that. And then it was here, and for two hours, Cabasi families, there was lightning and thunder and blowing rain. It's one of those hard rains where the rain comes in sheets, and you can see the different volumes and waves of rain as it comes down. And it felt amazing. It immediately dropped 15 degrees down to the, the mid to, to high 70s, maybe just barely 80s, and it was just glorious and all the boys made it all the way back to their bunks opened up all the windows in the door and let the pounding rain they slept after the the swim and let the pounding rain really just change the entire approach to the outdoors and as the temperature dropped everybody took a quick nap after the long swim and then following that was bunko and we haven't had bunko much bunko is a camp privacy term for when you just get to hang out in your bunk with your buddies the counselors play games, maybe you play Mafia, maybe it's just a chess tournament, maybe it's just telling stories or laughing or just making silly jokes. The kind of goofing around that only happens when you just get a whole bunch of your buddies in the same place, that's Bunko. They got 45 minutes of Bunko and they got a really slow walk up to the dining hall for dinner. And there was something strange happening at the dining hall. Four Sachem were playing a game called spike ball and they were playing it with their shirt off because you know boys camp and they are basically ignoring all the adults who are telling them to go away and that it's time to line up and there's <laughs> there must have been a score over there and they're um... <laughs> i hope that you can hear that it's pretty joyful they are fired up they're still excited the storm has long-term effects it turns out Anyway, the Sachem are there, and they won't stop playing spike ball, and they won't, they won't, they won't. And then one of the Sachem dives for a ball and falls to the ground, clutching his leg in pain. Maybe theater pain? Probably. All the kids look at each other like, is this a trick? They look sort of suspicious, and their eyes narrow, but they're also, you know, that's a 15-year-old going, oh, oh, my leg. Marcia shows up on the cart. She goes down there, and right as she lays hands on the wounded Sachem, quote-unquote, wounded, Suddenly, Eye of the Tiger starts off, 
cannon shots ring out, boom, boom, and all the boys run to the Kaaba Dome, and they go inside, and their names are on lists. Is this it? Could this be it? And then the sagem appear in the balcony, and it is the fake break. And the sign says, sagem fake break, except the sagem in their excitement didn't turn over the word fake, so it just says sagem break, and then the word fake is upside down, and all the kids are turning their heads trying to look at it. It's pretty funny. And uh, and then the sachem smile, laugh, and shoot a bunch of squirt guns at the crowd. And the crowd goes, boo, as is tradition. And we all went back up and had some dinner. And then at the very end, even though the sachem were walking up and the boy whose leg was quote-unquote wounded um, is smi smiling and laughing with his friends, all the braves were like, but wait, was that the break? Because it was their first time and they didn't know how epic a break really is. So on a series, I know the last podcast we did was called The Calm Before the Storm, uh, but there really was a storm today, and there is definitely a storm a-brewing. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. For boys go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, <laughs> if they ever go to sleep, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.